Well, today on Nation Window Cleaners Podcast, we're talking all about my mistakes. Things I've done and screwed up, I think maybe you'll learn something from it, or heck, it's just a good story. We're talking taxes, we're talking just the time money conundrum. It's going to be a good episode, so stay tuned to WCR Nation. What's up, everybody? Jersey here from windowcleaner.com, and you are here. What's up? Yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found the podcast. If it's not your first time here, um, I'm glad you're still listening. Um, And today, we've talked about mistakes kind of in the past, but today, I want to go over some things I've screwed up on, lessons, I guess, that I think every business owner kind of goes through. I know I sure have, and I think you, if you haven't, may already figure them out. And I got to say, like, uh, we talk positive all the time, and I do try to stay very positive with a lot of stuff, but sometimes, sometimes you just get a lot out of, like, the crap, you know? Like, you get a lot out of someone just really messing up, and in as long as I've been doing this, I've really just messed up sometimes, and... It's, it's, a, it's a learning experience. I always say this. If you have a mistake, right? You do something, you screw something up, you go, whoa, that didn't work. And you learn a lesson from it. It wasn't a mistake. It was a lesson, right? I mean, there's a lot of people who pay a lot of money for lessons. And this is just happens to be one that you might be learning yourself. But if you do something and you don't learn from it, you do it again, then it's a mistake, Right? So there's a lot of benefits to kind of learning from the crap, and that's really what we're going into. And I got to say, my biggest thing that I know has caused me kind of some PTSD was taxes, right? When you get into business, you're like, okay, I know I'll have to pay taxes, you know, whatever. You go all year in the beginning without paying taxes and then pay it at the end of the year. That's before you do like your estimateds and things like that. And I got to say, I had... A family friend do my taxes, uh, which was like my dad's friend who did the family's taxes forever. And I just thought, ah, whatever. It was super cheap, whatever. But they waited right until the end. And uh, it never was a big problem until one year I go in there. I got like three days. I think it's Friday. Taxes due Monday. Call me in to sign everything. Get it all in, you know, down to the crunch point. Goes, wow, you guys did really well last year. I said, yeah. This was like the first year that I really kind of took business seriously. So like growth was just crazy. I was like, yeah, thank you. Not thinking, hey, dummy, your accountant is telling you how good you did. Well, I had a fat tax bill, fat tax bill. Uh, I wish I had that tax bill now. Uh, But at the time, it was crazy. And I was in Wisconsin. And I was uh, obviously tax times April. So coming out of it, you don't have that money coming out. There's nothing has been really going on. And I get slapped with like a fourteen or $15,000 tax bill that I had to come up with in four days. And I just didn't have it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Now, I know you can do um, payment plans and things like that. But at the time, I had payroll coming out. I had all this other stuff. And it was it was like the biggest bomb dropped on me. Um, and it was all because I didn't plan. It was just my simple stupidity in taxes that I just didn't know. And which, you know, I talk about a ton now, but I didn't have the right person. 
I didn't have somebody that was looking at things every month, every quarter, going over things with me, talking to me before the end of the year, working on deductions and things like that. I didn't have the right company. And uh, I learned a valuable, valuable lesson about saving for that. And I'll, I'll tell you, if you're not saving separate for taxes, say you're a smaller company, if you're a bigger company, you got, you know, you're estimated and everything's in, I get it, you understand it already. But if you're new in this business, which I think a lot of people are, and they don't quite see it, but you need to save money. You'd have to put X amount of every deposit into a separate account. And I'll tell you, if you save a percentage of every deposit, when tax time comes, you can have the money to pay those taxes, and then anything that's left is marketing. Use it for marketing, start over again. If you tether your, your percentage off of your deposits, you will never lose that way, right? Obviously, deductions will be better. Deductions could be worse. You're over-saving. But if you're not doing your estimateds and you're going to pay all at once, put it into an account separate. I'm telling you. There's a lot of people who do this now, kind of this thing, right? And the whole year, they're good right? Some of you have like the biggest like pressures on your shoulders is taxes. You're like, man, taxes I know is a four letter word in my book, right? Like I, it's just awful. I don't look forward to it. I'm scared of it. I just put it off to the last second. Well, it's just because you didn't plan, right? You, you didn't have everything, right? If taxes were automatically taken out, just like they are for people who get paid, it wouldn't be a big deal. I hand my stuff and I got to turn it in. Like it's not a big deal because it's already planned for. But for us in small business, it hurts so much more because we didn't plan for it. So plan for it, take a percentage, put it in a savings. I'm telling you right now, if you can do 25% of everything, put it into your savings. Depending on deductions, how you do, what your classes, how your filings are, you'll get some of your money will be left over, but you'll be covered. I'm telling you, that is a big one. That for me just hit really hard. That's my PTSD, PS, PTSD moment <laughs> in, uh, in business. It, it was really, really tough for me. And I'll tell you, it all stemmed from another issue, which was the time versus money conundrum. And I'll explain what I'm talking about. When you get into business, you go, man, I'm going to get into business, have all this free time. I can do it from anywhere. Ah, oh, it's going to be so great. Yes. And as soon as your mind switches to going, whoa, this could be a thing. Like I could create a business. I could, I could make a great income. I could maybe hire some people. I could do all this stuff. Now all of a sudden you're focused on the money. And now you're like, well, I have all this time I could put into it to make more money. And now all of a sudden you're making more money and you give up the free time. This isn't everyone. I just did a poll um, a little bit ago. It's time versus money. What would you rather have? And a lot of people say time. A lot of people say time. The money thing starts to kind of take you over and that's what you focus on, which I don't think is a problem if you're okay with that. But I also think that that is maybe a temporary thing. If you put in the hustle and you're just so focused on that income, growing the business, more money in means more money I can spend on marketing, which means I get more money in. I can build a business bigger, faster, stronger. If I can do that, 
I'm able to then have a business that could run with me less of the time and I could have more free time with the income if I wait a few years. But this is the conundrum. Like, what do you do? Do you, do you have the free time or do you have the money? And for me, my mistake was not seeing the difference, not understanding that it was a conundrum that every single business owner goes through. No one talked about it. So in the very beginning, I was time. I was like, oh man, this is great. I'm making like what I did at my job. I work like a day a week. The rest of the time I'm playing video games with a buddy or going, you know, hanging out or whatever. I was younger. I just didn't quite get the conundrum. And that tax year I just talked about, I decided to just like, what if I did this? What if I like did this whole like I work, I do all of this stuff on this one or two days a week? What if I did that every day a week? If I did that every day of the week, I could just blow this thing up. And as soon as I took that seriously and I traded in my time for money, I still didn't work weekends. I didn't work nights, you know, for the most part, that kind of thing. So I still did have time, but I just put in that hustle to get the money. As soon as I did that, my company exploded. And with that kind of growth comes the lack of time. Because now you're like, well, I could not do something today, but then I don't make any money or I don't grow my business. So then if I'm in the season of growth, I'm going to hustle that part right now because later I'll have not only free time, but the income. There's a uh, like Chinese proverb and it's this guy who just sits there and fishes and all day he sells a couple mangoes on the beach and and this rich businessman walks up to him and goes, hey, why don't you like, why don't you, you know, get more mangoes, sell more. He goes, because I, I fish, you know. He goes, yeah, but if you didn't fish and you went out and just got a ton of mangoes, had multiple locations, you could have all these people selling mangoes and you would make a bunch of money. He goes, yeah, but I fish. He goes, I know, I know, I know. But listen, if you had all that stuff, you put up that infrastructure work super hard, you could have all these companies and then, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you have this giant fruit, like conglomerate you got all the money in the world. You can go and do anything you want. And he says, like fish? He goes, yeah, like fish. He goes, well, that's what I do now. Right? So having that thought of either money or time is the conundrum. And you have to have a good balance. But one does equal the other in time and for a sustained period. So it's an interesting conundrum. I didn't know that everybody went through this. I didn't know it was like a thought or a thing. When I flipped the switch in my head, my company exploded. But then I gave up a lot of my just like doing nothing time. And it's the point of where are you in your business? Are you like in the, I want the time or I want the security. I want the strong company. I want it to be self-sustained. Where are you? I do have to say before, you know, getting up on my, my high horse here. Think about COVID, like when that all happened, if you went through that in business, there were a lot of companies who were not as focused on being strong. They were more focused on the time. When COVID hit, they didn't have the strength or the resources to survive that and ended up losing everything. So super weird, something to think about. There's no real wrong reason or no wrong answer either. It's what your answer is. It's really what your answer is.
right? Another big mistake that I made that I imagine you may be making also is understanding why people buy and why people repeat. Like, here's the thing. And this is the big... If you've seen any of my uh, posts lately, by the way, I'm, I'm going to go off here and I'm, I'm going to shameless plug myself real quick. I am a rep for windowcleaner.com. That's what I do and that's how I get paid. So if any of this is of value to you, let me be a rep. I genuinely want to be a rep and put your orders in. That's cost you nothing extra and that's how I make my cheddar. So all you do is just when you're logged in at windowcleaner.com, just click save this cart and then text me at 862-312-2026. Just shoot me a message. Be like, yo, everything's in my cart. Let's do this. If you do that, I put your order in. I get credit. It's a virtual high five. Really genuinely show shows me that you appreciate it. That it's amazing to me. But on top, I get credit. That's how I live, right? Also, the American Window Cleaner magazine. Go get a subscription to that. It's awcmag.com. Get it. It's a paper magazine. Magazine comes every single month with stickers. It's awesome. It's awesome. I also have TikTok and YouTube. If you haven't found my YouTube, uh, it is new to me. I'm trying to blow that side up. It's just Jersey underscore nation. If you have a second, uh, go. I post these on WCRs, but my personal YouTube, just search Jersey underscore nation and subscribe. Genuinely means the world to me. Okay. Anyway, but one of the things that I did with all that information is I didn't understand the difference between why people buy and why people repeat. And if you do follow me anywhere, my TikTok, Instagram, all this stuff, I've really been coming down on this like new trend of door knocking. It's just absolute garbage. Uh, people go, well, you're right, man. I, I sold like $1,000 a day. Cool. You made all of those people super uncomfortable. You showed your company as being like not a luxury, but just uh, uncomfortable. Most of those people are not repeating. There's guys out there like, ah, oh, I've had 100 people tell me they appreciate me door knocking. Not one person has ever told you that. They might have said it in passing afterwards, like, well, I'm glad you came and kind of haven't, not 100 people, cut it out, you're lying. You probably don't even own a house. If you own a house, how many times have you ever been happy someone door knocked? Think of it that way. Everybody's a good way, but we're building a repeat business. And the difference between a customer and repeat, in the very beginning, all I was doing was getting customers. Just wanted customers, doing all the marketing, everything. I did it right because I wanted to build the experience to get that people happy. If you go out there and, and you watch these guys, these jokes, they, they go out there and they pressure these people, and this door knocking thing for content. And then they go, okay, by the time they're done, they're half the price where they should be. These people hate it. They got pressured into it. They're not rescheduling. That's why these guys that are doing this, these big TikTok guys, their actual business has like 1.2 stars. That's the rating. Everybody is mad. So don't tell me it's awesome for your business. But anyway, I digress. But the difference between a customer one time and a repeat is the difference between a job and a business. I talked about this the other way, so I won't go too much into it. But when you get a customer, awesome. But your absolute goal is to have them repeat. Ask anybody who's using this dentist, dentist clothes. I've been talking about the dentist clothes, this dumb little concept that I made up like forever ago. But all it is is that, just like the dentist, when you go to the dentist, you leave with an appointment. No one ever questions it, it's just done. Use that mindset for you 
And every time you leave, okay, great. Did you want to get this done again in three months or six months? People are like, oh, man, I can't do it. Yes, you can. Look how happy they are. You're just going to make them happy again. Every person who's done the dentist clothes or at least done it right, that's confident in that, has gotten repeat business. You could get almost 100% of those people in every six months. That is strength. That means every time I sell one customer, I have a job every six months for possibly ever. These door knock guys, they go sell one job, never hear from them again. What did that do? How much time did you have to spend to get this low price job and they never book you again? You're just going to what? Sell every day you're out there? These guys that are that are trying to paint this picture for door knocking, they're like, yeah, every day I go. Yeah, because you go out every day because no one's repeating. What do you what do you do? You go out one day, you door knock, you you book a thousand dollars worth of customers will never use you again. You do the work and they don't ever come back. That's not a company, you have a job. Roofing companies and solar companies, they can do that. Because one person buys a roof every 30 years. They literally don't have repeat business. They go find a person, door knock, do it. This that model does not work in window cleaning. Not when you're trying to build a really successful business. When you do marketing the right way. It's all about those repeat people. If I could sell a month's worth of people, that's a month's worth of people. Every six months, I have a month full. All I have to do is sell six of those, and I have a year full forever on a crew. I mean, not forever, but you know what I'm saying. Now I got to get another crew because of my repeat. Those guys that are doing these one and done things, it just they're not focused on the repeat. And I didn't focus on the repeat as much. I always wanted new customers. I mean, I, I booked a person today. I got this... And I let the customer who already liked me, trusted me, they went through the experience, they loved what I did, I made them so happy, I let them go. I let them just kind of go to the wayside. I did not utilize what I had. I had an army of 99% satisfied people that at a flip of a switch and just a simple ask, hey, remember how happy you were last time you used us? You wanna be happy again? Yes, let's do this. Changing that mindset between somebody buying for the first time or a new customer and repeat. People spend so much money on new customers. They spend so much money getting new customers, having people find them and just hope they reuse them. What if you use the same amount of money on new customers as repeat customers? Hey, we all know the cost of acquisition, how much money it costs to get a new customer is always higher than one that is a repeat customer. Always. To have a repeat customer, like you out there who buy your supplies through me, you hopefully, I've made the experience amazing. Hopefully you got value and you're like, dude, I'm just going to pay this dude back. I'm just going to help him because he helped me. That's repeat. You're just getting a bunch of stuff or maybe I make it easy or you just love dealing with me, hopefully. And you use me again. Like I want to be able to do that. I want to keep putting content out there so that I get those repeat people. I want to keep focusing on those ones. Yes, it's awesome to have you new people. If you've never used me for sales, you've never put orders in through me, that's amazing that you give me the chance. But I want to have you use me forever and every order. That's how I win. That's how I build the successful, my successful side of it. It should be the same way in your company. You should be focusing on that. Now, you don't have to spend as much. But if you did, you would get 10 times more. It's technically seven probably. Seven times more people with the same amount of money because the cost of acquisition for repeat is just so much lower. Guys that change that just make a, such a successful company. If you have a company that the same people are doing it every six months because you 
every time they just rebook, they rebook, they rebook instantly. You have it on the calendar. Not only can you plan from that, you can do everything, but that is growth. That is strength. It's the the difference between buying and repeat. That's the value of a repeat customer versus getting the new person. But you have to understand why each of those people do it. And if you show up at somebody's house and you go, hey, uh, this job's $300, you want it? They're like, no, that's okay, thank you. You're like, okay, well, because you're wearing glasses, I'll go down to $299, two, $250, $215, $190, fine, I'll just, all right, I guess so. Golly, they're not happy. You didn't make them happy, the experience wasn't there. People buy because you make it the absolute best choice why they buy. That's USP. It's not price. It's not price. You're not selling something in bulk or in, it's not price. When you focus on just price, these other guys are put, there's always gonna be people who are maybe just price based, but if you book that person for price, they will leave you because somebody else was a dollar cheaper. It's a race to the bottom. Why people buy in a luxury business which I will die on that hill that we are a luxury business. No one needs window cleaning. If they buy from you, it can be not because of price. Think of this. If there's five window cleaners in your area, you're all standing in a row, all side by side. None of you can talk about price. Tell me why I buy from you. Well, we do great work and we're insured. Okay, what's the next guy? Well, we do great work and we're insured. Okay, so both of those guys are even. There's no reason I would buy either of them because they have the same exact thing. If you say I'm insured, I do good work, I'm nice, people like me, I dress clean. If everybody else in your area or a lot of people do, that's not unique. Then no one's gonna buy from you just because of that because you're all on the same playing field. Well, now they have to go to price. Well, all right, well, they all offer the exact same thing. I'll go with the cheapest. But if you can find what makes you unique, that's the reason why somebody buys from you. If you can say, listen, not only are we fully insured, we carry a $5 million policy as compared to these guys doing just a million dollar. We have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You don't pay a dime unless you're 100% satisfied, and we mean that. We have a seven-day rain guarantee. We are the only company in this area that guarantees against Mother Nature. And not only that, I will give you my personal cell phone if there's ever an issue. You don't call an 800 number. You don't leave a message. You call me direct, and I make it right. You have nothing to worry about by going with us. We are the highest rated company in our area with 500 five-star reviews from your neighbors, friends, family. We have the most certifications and training. We go through OSHA training. We've gone through high-rise training. We've gone through the IWCA's safety training. I've gone through expert safety services their training, I've gone through Safety Greens training. I got certificates for all of it. No one in our area has done that. Not only do we continue to be trained, all of our staff, but we continue to get better and better.
And that's free to you. Right? If I talk about all of those things, and if you don't have those things, figure out what your things are. If not, find them and get them. But if I can put all that stuff out, and the next guy goes, oh, I'm fully insured, and I do great work. You look at the two companies, and you're like, why would I hire that guy? I'm hiring this guy. Make it so ridiculously stupid for to buy anybody from you. Anything but buying from you. That's why somebody buys. Answer every single call, you'll change your company if you answer every single call. But if you can convey why you, and it's unique, remember, if I say I do good work and the next guy goes, I do good work and the next guy goes, I do good, it all evens out. No car company ever has told you, hey, our car drives. No, because they all drive. No car goes, hey, we have four tires and an engine and we have doors. No one does that. Why? Not because in your head it's just pointless. But why is it pointless? Because everybody has that. So it doesn't matter. Why would you explain that? So if you say, I do good work, we're fully insured, uh, our techs won't steal from you. If you do those things, that's not unique. Why are you telling people something they already know? Nobody cares. If you come up to me and go, hey, I'd like to work, you know, clean your windows. I go, why would you like to clean my windows? Because we clean them really well. I assume you clean them really well like everybody. When I always talk about window cleaning, doesn't matter. The actual cleaning of the windows, that's why. It's because everybody does that in everybody's head. Now, you can't do crap work. But you have to find what makes you unique. What is it that makes me want to buy from you? That is how you get a new customer. Now, have a repeat customer. I never understood why they buy. But it's because the experience was so amazing. It is not because you did good work. Everybody online is like, well, you do good work and they'll call you back. Bull. Bull crap. That's not why they're calling you back because everybody does good work. Every company that I've never used does good work in my head. I assume it. They're in business. You can't be out there doing crap work. It is not because you did good work. The experience is why you buy. No one is buying the iPhone 14 when they have an iPhone 13 because it is like two microns faster. And because the camera can take a half a megapixel. Those things don't matter. The reason is because the experience of buying the new phone, eventually there's like big changes when you're going from like a 10 to a 14, yes. But the experience of buying a phone and peeling the plastic, buying a new computer and peeling the plastic, opening it up, sliding the box that fits perfectly with no seams. Ever notice that? Look at Apple. None of their boxes have like edges. Edges hurt your fingers. They don't feel right. So they wrap them satin covers and no seams. It's the experience. The product's great. Like the product can't suck. But it's the experience and that's why people continue to buy stuff more than they should. Your experience in your business, your luxury business, is what gets people to buy. I didn't quite realize that. I didn't quite realize that the experience I'm creating... The, the personality, the talking about kids, right? The, 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 the gifts maybe, the, the um, 
I'm giving people a free can of cleaner. Hey, listen, if there's any marks or anything, I'm going to leave this with you. It's a can of cleaner. It's got our logo on there, so you always forget. Never forget who we are. But if you need anything in between, here you go. Putting a window cling on. People are like, oh, it's salesy. No, it's another step of the experience. So, whoa, these guys left a window cling with their thing. This is crazy. This company is like legit. After everything's done, everything is amazing. All the blinds are closed and look great. You've left them with a spray, right? The invoice and everything is absolutely perfect. Everything matches. Your branding is on point. Maybe you even left them when you're done and say, I just want to say thank you. You're a first-time customer. Here's a Starbucks gift card. Get yourself a coffee on us. Yeah, of course they paid for it. But that experience, the experience is what people want. Man, it was so great. I was there. These guys were quiet in my house. or they, they, They're really personable guys. They were so good. When it was all done, like I mean, you could tell they did this. The equipment they had was just pristine out in the yard. No one cares what the equipment is. They just care it looks amazing. These guys building their home systems, I get it. You're saving a couple bucks, but I've seen some of them that are built out of wood. If you show up to a job and you look like you just built this thing out of garbage, they do not get a luxury experience from it. The experience is repeat. Experience is repeat. And I didn't know that. Once my brain changed, my company changed. So hopefully, in all of this nonsense, things that I've been talking about, hopefully, you've gotten something out of that. Hopefully. And if you did, shameless plug again. That's what I do. I'm a rep for windowclear.com, and I know if you're listening to this, the thousands of you that listen every single week buy window cleaning supplies. I know it. Why not let me be a rep? It's as simple as having my number. 862-312-2026. Save it in your phone. Call me, text me, be like, yo, Jersey, I want you to be my rep. This is awesome. I'm genuinely moved by how many people use me as their rep for that type of thing. I mean, literally. I try to make it easy, but I know that just having that and calling me or texting me is maybe another step. And it just means the world that that you guys do that. And if you have anything or get anything out of it, it kind of lets me know that I should keep doing these videos too. So thank you. Anyway, uh, also go to awcmag.com. Get yourself the magazine. Uh, It's like 69 bucks. It's a real subscription to your door. Do it. Be amazing at that. Um, And then check out my YouTube and social media stuff. Follow me if you haven't yet. Uh, again, another thing, TikTok blocks a business's account, so I've been like stuck under 1500 so do that. Um, and uh, YouTube is a new thing that I'm really pushing, content on there. New videos every other day, and it is pretty cool content. All relatively quick, too, not long like this. So Jersey underscore nation, go check that out. Other than that, that's it. If you like the show, I just want to genuinely say thank you. Learn from my mistakes, but more importantly, go out there and be epic.